This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey everyone, we're pumped to be able to share an exclusive trailer with you after the show. From Blue Wire Studios comes Golden Goal, stories of soccer legends. Each Monday, two new episodes will take a look into some of soccer's biggest stars in the moments that define their careers. All narrated by Brandon Kelly, the host of Blue Wire's Always Cheating podcast. From Highland, Zlatan, Messi, Ripone, and many more, each episode will focus on the historical plays and personalities that make the sport great so stay tuned after this this episode and check out golden goal stories of soccer legends wherever you get your podcasts and now into this week's episode about the draft lottery hello welcome to episode number 19 of the talking hockey podcast we have no cool guests it's your usual hosts today ty luke eric and red-faced martin (laughs) Uh, he's got a big sunburn but uh he and feels Martin, very self-conscious about it. Yeah, good thing. Good thing there's no video on. Uh, <laughs> and uh, today's episode, Martin is a biased Sens fan, and he really wants to complain about the draft lottery because he thinks the Sens should be first overall. This, this is not. So, that true. is exactly Martin's <laughs> argument. No, he's not just true. upset. He's it's a not true. He is such a homer. It's not even funny. <laughs> so they're just Leafs fans and they know they can possibly get first so they're pumped Leafs should tank Leafs are tanking I don't care blow these playoffs <laughs> this is why it's stupid <laughs> so that was a quick intro today guys I didn't take very long thank you I don't Ty. think I appreciate that and... that was still around a minute so okay Martin you take it away since you have all the Are complaints. You, yeah, Martin should present his argument first as to why the lottery is stupid and what his issue is with it. And then we can argue about it. I don't know where Ty lands on on this argument. Oh, I think it's great. I think the <laughs> draft lottery is great. But enough about me. All right, Martin. Martin yell. Complain. <laughs> rant. So I think the draft lottery in a normal circumstance doesn't need like much editing. I'm not sure if like a team that is like a point out of the playoffs necessarily deserves to jump up in a regular given season, jump up and be able to select in the top three. I know it doesn't make like that big a difference, but like year over year, you could get a player like McDavid, and let's say you get like a player McDavid like. And you've jumped up and you just missed the playoffs by like a point, um, then that would be kind of off. Like, that's pretty cheating, like, <laughs> pretty much. Um, so, I think like the bottom 10 teams or so, or they could do it like how many points out, like a percentage point out of the playoffs. Or, um, so, every given year, there could be like more or less teams in the lottery bracket. Um, so. 
So wasn't the original issue? Okay, so remember in twenty, let's go back to twenty fifteen, yeah. and the Oilers win the draft lottery for the two millionth time in the past six years. Somehow yeah. that happened, and they ended up with Connor McDavid, and everyone uh, is up in an uproar, including you, because I remember I I we, I remember you were mad about them winning the first overall pick. Again, after or it's Paul just and stupid. They wasted the Eugene ball. Hopkins and <laughs> Drysaddle going three and all these other top picks that they had. Well, so you Eric, were mad Dry- about it. Drysaddle's not not a top ten player in the league, so I don't know why you're listening in there. That is a good point. That is a very very good point. But a top twenty player is typically what you would hope for from a first overall pick. I would say, top thirty player in the league is what you'd hope for. So, and you were mad about the Oilers winning. Uh, the first overall pick again. So the reason it. why the That's NHL edited... <laughs> you were definitely mad about it because everyone was mad about it, unless you were an Oilers fan. And the whole reason they changed the draft lottery was because of that pressure of, oh, the same teams are winning the lottery year after year. Edmonton keeps winning the lottery. Everyone's mad about it. So you want to go back to that original system where it's like the bottom, whatever, bottom couple teams are almost going to win it every single year. Well, actually, Eric, I want to just make a, a clarification. That's more fair, realistic. Let me make a let me make a clarification there. I think okay. the problem, fucking... Martin. Hello. No, no, no. Let yes. let Martin go. I want to hear no. Martin just okay. rant. <laughs> this is why. Right, yeah, this I... is why I wanted to record this. Okay. No, but like, if <laughs> no, like, kidding, Ty. <laughs> take a team. Who was just gonna miss this year? I don't know. Was New York Rangers almost gonna miss this year? Just gonna miss. Like they were a little farther out, but there was. Yeah, there was a bunch of teams that were very, very close, yeah. Like, if one of those teams that was just going to miss won the lottery, that's not, like, a great thing. Well, it is It is kind of, like, nice for the NHL because, like, that team just gets that much better for the next year and it adds that much more degree of competition. But it kind of keeps bottom teams out because some years they've had, like, two teams jump in, so you're pushing – guys that like way far down like the teams like Detroit way down in the fourth and stuff and like this year it's not a big deal but other years it's been more of a big deal because the top 10 hasn't been as solidified um but this year it's even dumber because you have the possibility of teams like Pittsburgh or like it's unlikely Pittsburgh will lose but like they could (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and then their percentage chance is the exact same as like a team like Arizona or Columbus or um, someone else. Okay, so uh, so if let's say this was a regular, let's say this was last year, and one of the teams that just missed the playoffs won two, three, four, five points out, whatever like, it was. And I, they, I understand they why the they do it like that. I want understand why they do it like that, and it's not like a overall overly big deal. So but this year, only... this this year, it is a big deal because a team there's inevitably going to be an upset. In yes, yes, in there these, has to be an upset in it's these series, the and then yes. a team like Pittsburgh, Toronto, um, I can't think of the other top teams. Pittsburgh, Toronto, maybe the Canadians, although they're not really a top team. See the Canadian. Everyone's Edmonton. everyone's bitching about the Canadians. Winning. Edmonton, shut up, Edmonton. Yes, Edmonton, Edmonton could win it. Edmonton, Canucks win. could win it. There's a couple teams, but like generally speak, but they all have twelve percent odds, right? Twelve point five percent odds. 
Yes. So those aren't. It's not like you're giving the first overall pick to the Oilers, or you're giving the first overall pick to Toronto or Pittsburgh. You're, like even if Pittsburgh, but why loses, should they get any odds? Like if you were like a team, but it, but if the if Oilers miss the playoffs, still... regardless, let's say they had missed the playoffs, do they not deserve a chance first overall? So Nashville, know. for example, Nashville looked like they were they were like pretty. You know, there was a chance of them missing the playoffs this year, right? It, it is tough because a team like Nashville, you kind of want them to get first because, like, they exactly. But now you're being all time. selective about yeah, like, exactly. teams that <laughs> Basi- playoffs Listen, basically, overall pick and which don't. Basically, Martin doesn't like this because the Leafs have a chances of winning. No, 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 he doesn't like this because the Senators didn't. Win. No, I'm pretty pumped <laughs> with three and five. Yeah, three and five, you're so probably getting sick. like something, some combination of Byfield, Rossi, Drysdale. Yes. It's pretty yeah. sick, especially considering Perfetti is guaranteed at fourth or something, and it looks like Stutzel's going at two. So we're getting by Stutzla, yeah. Stutzla is is definitely going second. Or Drysdale, or my 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 kind of fear on that one is they take Sanderson, which would be the least ideal. Ottawa, do. Oh, that'd be unfortunate. At five, um, I just don't understand your anger around it when. I feel like what? Uh, what? You 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 gotta mute yourself on 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 the video chat. Oh, am I not? Oh, oh my God, Luke! Uh, producer messes this up. This fucking guy. Um, I was gonna say I don't I don't understand why you're upset about everything when it just feels like your way. You want them to lose for the draft, and there's more ways to build a team than just I'm not saying lose the draft. draft. Okay, and no. it's like. Well, that's what you're. That's exactly no, but that was, what you're that saying. was the argument you were making the other day when we were talking about it in the Facebook group. But maybe that was just you being emotional and you're not like being in the right state of mind at that moment he, because they didn't win the lottery. But even were, now, he's saying it should be points percentage. Like if you're closer to the playoffs, you shouldn't be able to win. Like that. Yeah. So that okay, is basically so, just saying lose for the lottery. So, so if we're and looking. Then, like, if you're looking at outside the top 16 teams, let's say it was a regular year and just off of points percentage, it was the playoffs so that we're not including divisions or anything like that. Vancouver, Rangers, Calgary, Winnipeg, Minnesota, Arizona, Chicago all missed the, would have missed the playoffs and we're all within a couple points of making it, right? So even, like, would you have had a major issue with Vancouver winning the lottery or with the Rangers missing the lottery at 17 and 18th in points percentage. Like that's, you can't be really that mad about it. Well, yeah, but it's, it, it's extremely rare. And, but I think that the dumbest part of this, like my critique sort of of the draft lottery is not the process behind it, because I definitely agree with it. It's more so the fact that they did it before the playoffs were. Yeah. That, that was stupid. Before this play-in happened. If they did it after the play-in, I mean, I kind of get it. Maybe there might not even be a play-in, right? But they should have waited until that point because it's, it's the only dumb part about this all. What, is what that, does happen if there is no play-in? So they would, do a top, they would do a top eight still. Or, sorry, like a top... Uh, how many teams would miss in the play-ins? It would be eight, right? Eight. eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they would do the bottom eight teams in regards to points percentage. Someone put it out there, but it's like... The teams who were like just so how they should have really done it. So yeah, it, it basically would have been that the next bottom eight teams are going to yeah. have a chance, a one in eight chance of getting that pick. Yeah. Right. So that's the only dumb part about it is that you have a placeholder first overall. Right. That I I totally agree with the odds here because 
Um, and I, I, what I wanted to go back on when I kind of interrupted Martin's rant was that they, they changed the draft lottery, not because Edmonton, I don't think it was because Edmonton kept winning first overall. It was because teams like Buffalo that year literally threw out a team yes. of yes. bums trying to lose. <laughs> right. And so Buffalo at that point, Buffalo couldn't go below two. They were getting McDavid or they were getting Eichel. Right. They didn't have the same system right now. And so they changed it so that teams would, I mean, yeah, there's maybe a drop-off between McDavid and Eichel, but you still got a, a top 10 center in the league at second overall, and you were guaranteed that no matter what, if you came in last place. And that's but, why they changed it. Yeah, so, yeah, you're right, you're right. It wasn't I, because I do of understand Edmund. that. Like, that makes sense to me. But I, I only think it should be, like, the bottom 10 teams. But, but why reward, but why are you reward, trying to reward teams for becoming but you're showing not, up in the bottom you are rewarding them because you're saying okay because you tanked and because you tried to become last in the nhl you tried to bottom out to bottom five you sold at the deadline all that good stuff you're rewarding them for not which trying is to a strategy to get it better. is a strategy 100 percent. that's the strategy to get better but you can get better with a fourth overall pick fifth yes. overall pick you don't need the you, you don't need higher get- chances at number one like detroit doesn't Detroit isn't a first overall pick away from becoming a contender. Like they're nowhere close. They could get the next just, my 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 only problem with it is it's you're including the the teams that you are including that just missed the playoffs. Those, that's my only issue. But why but, but why they have like a one or two percent they have like a two yeah. percent chance, three percent chance, four percent chance, but whatever. None of those but more none often of those than teams not, that... they jump. <laughs> they just because they're so random. That's that's the point. Yeah. It's so it's incentivizing teams. Okay, you can't rely on just winning a first overall pick to tr- transform your team. You can't be Edmonton. You can't just rely on winning draft lottery after draft lottery but after it, draft lottery. It allows these teams a way out of mediocrity. There are ways, but there are te- ways. But, if anything, the way to get out of mediocrity, it's harder to get out of mediocrity if you're finishing 16th, 17th, and 18th in the NHL than it is. To finish bottom three, because if you're finishing yeah. bottom three, you're going to get I'm a higher I'm not saying pick. finish bottom three. No, or bottom five. <laughs> no, no, you're, saying, you're, I'm saying if you finish two points out, the next yeah. year that you bring in this first overall that you just won from the lottery, you're you have this unfair advantage over these what teams that work so, are, how is that so hard to get. How is it unfair? To where they were. But okay, no, but you just got this lucky pick. It's yeah. like when you're a lottery in real life. We've already established that everything in the NHL is about luck. Like you win you win a draft lottery and all of a sudden you have Connor McDavid on your team and now you're getting closer to the playoffs. Or you get lucky and you you in the you're in a weaker division. You're in the Pacific division instead of the Metro division, and your team's lucky that way, or you're lucky because your team went on a hot streak and your goalie went on a hot streak, or what or your team didn't so get there's so much luck and you should just add more. But, but the point, well, point is, Martin, your whole point about mediocrity is that those the like if we're talking mediocrity, the the teams that are two points out of the playoff spot are, are the middle. They're they the, are they're the mediocrity they are the definition of mediocrity. But so, but two points, literally, like they still didn't make the playoffs. Like, so like okay, still, but they could have made the playoffs. And like, how are the worst team if they were better? <laughs> is Cal, Cal, Minnesota, Minnesota, Arizona. Chicago, Montreal, Calgary are all the def- Nashville are all basically the definitions of mediocrity right now. They're just like in the middle teams. Nothing. Montreal's special. not very mediocre. They're pretty bad. Chicago's pretty bad. And now we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. 
Sports are coming back, and so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events. And there's no better place to start than our exclusive partners, Bet Online. Get in on the action for this week's big UFC fight, or check out odds on NASCAR, Formula One, and the Premier League. Can't wait for your team to come back? Bet Online has future odds, including win totals, division winners, and even league championships. Or check out daily simulations of Madden and NBA 2K to watch and wager on. Visit betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE, capital B, capital W. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. They're, yeah, they are definitely closer to the bad side than, than the good side, sure. But then you can even add Columbus. You can add even Edmonton. Columbus is really somehow, very mediocre. Like, they don't deserve it. Even the Islanders are pretty mediocre. Like, So there are so many mediocre teams in the NHL because that's how the NHL is built, right? There's a salary cap involved, so teams can't get overloaded with talent. You uh, there's the draft lottery where all the top talent ends up going to the bottom teams. But if you're giving the but you're if you're giving mediocre teams a chance at winning the first overall pick, you're changing their luck from being a mediocre team to a good team, right? Whereas if you if you give like we already gave New Jersey two first overall picks, we gave New Jersey two first overall picks already, and they're still 26 in the league by points percentage. Yeah, they're doing. It hasn't it hasn't changed their franchise at all. They got two first overall picks. I mean, it, it hasn't has changed, changed them. Anything. It has They've changed, changed their franchise. Their future looks the better. Future. Yeah. The future looks better. But as of right now, it, the problem isn't that they have two first overall picks or that they haven't won first overall picks. Their problem is they haven't built a deep system in their prospect pool. They haven't brought in the right free agents. They haven't done anything right at the coaching level. Like, There's a myriad of reasons why New Jersey has issues, and it isn't because mm-hmm. of their first overall picks. If they got yeah. second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth in the past two drafts, they're, they're, they would still basically be in the same position they are now. Maybe yeah. Jack Hughes has a higher ceiling than the guy who went fourth overall. Maybe, overall. but like, but like, even Vancouver got the better pick at whatever. Where did Pedersen five, go? Five. Five. Yeah, so they got the better pick at five than Hishia at one. It's not all just about getting the first overall pick. Kale yeah. McCarr went fourth. But year over year, it is. But see, if you're my thing is if you're playing to win the the draft lottery, you suck as a manager because your odds. I'm not you're saying for, win the lottery. You're play, No, that's exactly what you're no, saying. I'm you're not. saying the teams. You're saying that teams that are in the top twenty should not be able to win the lottery. Meaning that the bottom ten teams are playing to win the lottery, which means that they're and playing on on a losing odds already. I, I I like the thing that I've seen a few things. Um, is you actually have like a tournament for the last pick and you have to win it. See, I don't like that idea of the, like the goal. The nine- I think that's the goal. It's called the golden, uh, the golden uh, tournament or something like that. I forget what. what I kind of like it because it actually like, like that. it that, actually would that, be winning it. Players like you don't care about it. players don't care about trying to win a first overall pick. The half the players on the team aren't going to be there when the first overall pick develops, and then and half of them like. And then a bunch of them, that but guy's it, gonna replace them in the lineup. So they there isn't like that many players on a team that are like, oh, I'm gonna try my hardest now to win this tournament because and, I want to yeah. win first overall pick. Like that. But it's like extra. Play. It's extra hockey. 
it gives it's extra these, hockey, sure. It gives but these then how fans many, extra how things many people, to watch. How many people are going to watch Anaheim and New Jersey duke it out for, <laughs> for Anaheim yeah. and New Jersey fans? How do you grow the fan base? Oh my god, dude! Oh, <laughs> Martin. But even by your own logic, if if the teams one through or thirty one through seventeen are playing for that, obviously the team that came seventeenth, two points out of the playoffs, has a higher chance of winning the first round exactly. lottery. So that logic also doesn't work in that regards because so Detroit so, so, Detroit's depressed, bro. Like so no, but so one of, the, one of the ways that uh, that the but it would encourage a GM to build a better team at that point. Yeah, but because if you, what you're saying is rings true, then your GM would want to have a better team to win this tournament. No, but so the, the way to fix that whole thing about like the 17th or 18th place team obviously be, be, being better than Detroit is that you only start counting their points once they're officially mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. So that's how you still give additional benefit to the bottom teams that bottom out earlier. But they still have a. But once they are eliminated, they still want to get as many points as possible so that they can still be in the lead in terms of points by the time the draft lottery comes around. So that's the way that they've like proposed it so that it would work. But I still don't see why you're going to make a bunch of players fight for first overall when half of them won't be... Like, how many players on Detroit, once they get um, whoever it is at uh, second or third... Do they have their second overall? No, yeah, they have fourth, fourth overall. Fourth. Sorry, fourth overall, yeah. So how many... Even with the fourth overall pick, how many players on their roster are really going to be there once their fourth overall pick develops, right? Like six or seven of those guys, like they have a couple core players, Larkin, Mantha, Bertuzzi, um, like Danny DeKaiser is going to be there another five oh, years. Yeah, that's gonna be- <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. You know what I mean? Like how many guys are really going to be what, like what, that what does that really matter? When it because you're still encouraged the GM to, to make it because you're trying to get rid of you're trying to get rid of tanking and you said you said in our conversation last week week when yeah. this was first brought up you said that tanking is caused by the GM yes. so the GM is still going to be building a good team to compete like Luke said with the teams that are higher up because the higher up team the higher up team just missing the playoffs should technically be the better team than the lower down team. So the higher up team would always be winning the first overall. So if you're always at the bottom, you're always going to suck. So it would encourage the GM at the bottom to build a better team. It doesn't matter where you finish in the standings. You can always make a better team, right? Like even the Leafs who they, yes, they won one first, first overall pick, but they, the reason why their team is good right now isn't because they got, a couple first overall picks or second overall picks. They had a deep prospect pool. They drafted well in, in multiple different rounds. They weren't stupid in free agency. They went I and got to Ferris. Like, there's other reasons for why their the team is built that way, right? Like, the Ottawa Senators right now, they were already good like two or three years ago, but then they traded off everything in their organization to bottom out. Why do they deserve to get first overall, the first overall pick? They already have a bunch of good prospects in their system. They have branch. Yeah. Them. They have. They have a bunch of guys that we don't need to get into right now, but like they they don't need a first overall pick, right? To get better, they can be very they good. Didn't at first, they did not need the first overall pick. Why year. does Detroit need first overall? The, Lafreniere isn't going to transform their franchise overnight, right? All Lafreniere is going to do is add like three standing points to their team next year. They still is have that, to build the rest yeah. of the team around him. Yes, and they exactly. don't have that in Detroit. And they don't have that. They don't have that right now. They have and, nobody. Yeah, 
And your argument about the play-in round, or like not the play-in round, but the tournament for lottery, why would a GM build a team to beat teams that are mid mediocre for first round when they can just build a team that could be make the playoffs? Like no, that doesn't make any sense. No, 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 no. no. That just seems, it, it, seems but like... it would encourage not to suck, like as much as it would, because tanking, literally, tanking, tanking's literally building a team to come last. Okay, so if you're building it. Even if you're trying to just win this tournament, you know your team can't win with what you have, but you you don't want to be the See, the shittiest team around. But, then, but you're but still putting this into a tournament. You're still putting this into a tournament where it's all going to be luck based. That, anyway. that was what Luke was just telling. That's because I was addressing your comment about yeah. bad teams making decent teams to beat the mediocre teams rather than just building teams <laughs> to beat the best teams. Yeah. Which doesn't sound... <laughs> but if you're getting rid of tanking, that is a way of doing it. Because it would. This is, this is so weird because I agree yeah. with Luke and I don't like... I feel uncomfortable L- right Listen, now. Martin, yeah, no. Martin keeps Thanks. coming... Uh, hammering at this point that it's not fair that the team that finished you know, 16th in the or whatever, 17th, in, in the league has a chance at winning the first overall pick. But when has a team that's like lower than, or I guess higher than 10, the 10th, the 10th overall or 10th worst team, sorry, like the 11th worst team, 12th worst team, when have they ever won the lottery? It's never happened. They have like a 0.6% yeah. chance of winning the lottery. It's never happened. So yes, they have a chance, but they're incredibly unlikely to move anywhere. Yes. Right. Yeah. And and not to mention, like, all, think about all the teams that have moved up recently in the draft to a significant degree. Think about uh, Chicago last year where they moved up to three to draft Doc. Doc isn't going to magically transform their franchise. Think about Philly when they moved up, I think, like 11 spots. Nolan Patrick. Ridiculous. And they get Nolan Patrick, and Nolan Patrick's done absolutely nothing. Well, still listen, poor guy. Poor guy has migraine problems. Yeah, Nolan so Patrick. I just want to put Nolan this aside. Patrick's it doesn't matter. Like a Band-Aid. And then Winnipeg, they went and got Line A. Is sick. They jumped up a lot of spots. They got Line A, but Line A hasn't transformed their franchise either, right? So jumping up into the top three, even if you're a 14th place or a, sorry, 17th, 18th, 19th place team, it doesn't transform your franchise. You, your franchise gets transformed by getting getting all the right pieces and all the right areas on your team. You need a you need a myriad of different things in order to be a competitive team. The so reason like, why the the Leafs had their rebuild and drafting Austin Matthews and why they became good right after they made the playoffs the next year was because they didn't tank they still had a decent team they didn't trade everybody away like buffalo did the year before they still had jake gardner they still had morgan riley they still had nazim kadri there you still had ozak van reemsdijk they had a bundle had those guys there they just they surround they're not the stars though but they're they can fill out your team and they're still good players and they just and and the leafs were still kind of good in that year right the 2015 2016 season they just had nobody who knew how to put the puck in the net like their top scorer was P.A. Parento with 19 goals, right? <laughs> but the rest of the team behind Matthews, that's why when he came in the next year, and I guess Nylander, Marner as well came in the, that, that year, right? Is You still had good players around them. And you look at teams like Detroit and I guess Buffalo or another, maybe the Senators the, too. They the, don't, they the don't have the mediocre for like players. 10 years straight. When they sure. missed the playoffs, but they, 10 years. but they they weren't they they didn't think they were. They thought they could make the playoffs every year, which was the issue to right. begin with. That was yeah. yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and they didn't have competent management, competent coaching. But you can say the Leafs built a good team, but without Austin Matthews, the Leafs look a heck of a lot worse than they are. 
Right. Let's say they took Pierre. They got Pierre Luc Dubois instead. Right. Like, they still look a heck of a lot worse than they are. Sure. sure. Yeah. And I love Austin Matthews. They they were incredibly lucky, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but so even let okay, yeah. so let's say let's say the Leafs draft third overall, get Dubois, and instead of trading Kadri away because they have less elite centered up, their three top centers now are Tavares, Dubois, and Kadri. How much worse are the Leafs right now? Really? Right? They're worse. Like, they're, 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 they're losing a fifty goal Matthews. scorer. They're not. Like, but they're still. But they're still a very good team down the middle. They have Kadri. They have mm-hmm. Dubois. They have Tavares, right? And they have so eleven point six million dollars in cap space. But would you ever? And they compare... have eleven more million dollars in cap space. Exactly. But would you ever compare them to Boston or Tampa Bay right now? No. No. I still don't. Mm, I yeah, but I still don't think the Leafs yeah, are Tampa Bay right now. Anyways. <laughs> they're definitely closer. But the, the thing is, they're still a playoff team. They'd have to do something more. And then they have more, and they have more cap room to work with, and maybe they keep some other players that they let go of for basically nothing. Maybe There's they, a bunch of different yeah. cap things that they could have done. Maybe they bring in someone else. Whatever the situation may be, they're still a good team, and they still built the built the, the right team in the right areas in order to be uh, be competitive, right? So yeah. all Detroit needs to do is yes, they're going to draft fourth fourth overall. They're going to get Perfetti. They're going to get Rossi. They're going to get whoever the hell they're going to draft. And then they just need to keep on. They need, but they can't just hit on their their fourth overall pick. They need to hit on their. Do they have another first in the round? In the first round, I don't think so. Right? They have like two or three what, seconds. They have to hit on their rest of their picks, basically. They have to hit on a couple. Yeah. They have to hit on like three more of their picks out of the like ten that they have in this draft. This draft. And, then and they have next draft. <laughs> in the next draft, they have to hit on another two or three. And then the next draft, they have to hit another two and three, two or three. They have to let all these awful free agent contracts go away. They have to. You know, not sign any more ridiculous free agent contracts. They maybe bring in some free agent, maybe bring in like college free agents, whatever it is, like Tampa does. Like whatever, whatever the situation is, there's multiple ways that they can build this team without needing to get Lafreniere. Yeah, and I don't think any team in the that is in the buy-in is going to play for twelve point five percent chance to win. Like, yeah, nobody's still playing to win. Anyone, yeah, anyone that thinks to win. no, I, I, I don't play think for twelve point five chance. I don't think LaFrenia a team's going to tank. I, I do not think a team's going to tank. And I, I, I do think that in a year where, like, what the hell's going on, should be a lottery where it's like, well, that's different because this year is – I don't know why we're trying to compare across a year that's completely different to this year that is totally different circumstances. Like, to, in that in that case, I agree with Ty. It should never – like, the draft should have never taken place. That would have been the best way to do it. But this is the way they chose to do it. And yeah, now I think the we all agree like, that this year is – Rangers ridiculous. should have never been in the playoffs. So why, why aren't you more complaining that Rangers are in the playoffs playing in in the first place when they shouldn't be allowed to do that anyway? Like, that is more where my problem is with that the Leafs have to play in when they were better than – and but the the, the, the same the issue with Martin still persists. Where even if they didn't make it into the into the playoffs, and it was the top sixteen teams, they would still have had a chance for uh, the first overall pick, and they might have won it, right? Because it's one of the bottom eight teams, or or those those yeah. teams that. Would but Martin have won also the made the point that he wouldn't. He doesn't want like the fact that Pittsburgh or Toronto can win. So that was more. Yes. But, that but, but but in a consider. regular. If the Rangers won it at their eight, and their 18th in the league in points percentage, Martin doesn't think that they should be eligible to win it, right? But they're not really eligible. There's a minuscule, it's a less than one percent chance that they could win it if you come. I think in, the lowest yeah. is 2.5 percent chance, isn't it? Well, maybe I'm, I might be wrong. Shut up! I don't care. Up. I don't care what the numbers say. 
I'm using what my mind says here. I'm using the eye test. Um. <laughs> um, but just consider for a second, okay? Although maybe it's not fair that the Leafs could win first overall and they shouldn't lose in the playoffs on purpose, consider Matthews, Marner, Lafreniere. Just, just think of it in your head. Yeah, so the lowest percentage chance is 1%. Yeah. So you have a 1% chance. There's one number combination that they can win on. Yeah, that's so low. Like they're like the idea that Columbus could win the win the like if Columbus is going into the draft being like, yeah, we're gonna win. We we're gonna we already know who we're gonna pick. We're gonna pick first overall. Like Columbus is probably thinking we're picking 17th overall, or uh, and then or whatever it is, 16th overall. And that's their strategy. And if they move up, great. Like obviously they've done their research, but they're not going in thinking they're moving anywhere up because that the odds are just not against them. Or sorry, the odds are not with them. Martin has a very mad look on his face still. And he's or turned just more red. Burn. He's turned more red <laughs> since he it's started. Literally just, it's literally just odds. Like no one is Buffalo in seventh place is not gonna build their draft strategy around first overall like that's just not how they're going to do it because that would be terrible odds i want to talk about um uh, sorry do we have any more thoughts on the draft lottery then we can quickly go on something else that we just i just want to know does martin think we're right (laughs) no (laughs) no (laughs) but i I don't get the core argument of like why why can't these you know 17 18 19 teams get first overall like i still it still it still doesn't like because it's not is it just is it simply because it's it's just simply because if you're a really really bad team they 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 just deserve the first overall pick more like that's just your attitude the the way drafts were designed were to encourage turnover in a sports league yes at the top to get the bottom teams to a point of being able to pass the other teams once their good players age off and they have Correct. built up a good base. Um, and the best way to do that is with lower, uh, higher picks, right? Yeah. Um, and taking away their chances at the higher picks. Um, you're still getting a good pick at fourth. I'm not. I don't have a problem with teams jumping up in front of them. That I have zero problem with. I'm just saying the teams that just miss the playoffs year after year, not year after year, because year after year it's different teams that are just missing, missing, in over like a th- three-year span. Um, those teams don't deserve the luck that is associated with winning that first so, overall pick okay, so, or so any the answer, chance answer at the luck. So answer so, this for me. Fuck the 2% do you think, they do you have think a that, chance. So do you think that a team like Minnesota, who's been basically anywhere from like, they've been middle of the pack for like five years now, basically, right? Like they've... They barely win. So they're middle they of the pack. They don't have any star talent. Moves. I know, I know, but they've like, done some stupid moves. So they don't deserve this. So is this Detroit. Luck. 
Detroit, Detroit has done moves. The other thing with Minnesota is they haven't drafted well with the picks they have had. Like, they've had top 10 picks. They just haven't done anything with them. They're sure, scouting, Edmonton, they're scouting poorly or something. Either. Why do... Why do why does Edmonton and Buffalo deserve a higher chance of first overall because they screwed up theirs, but they also made their team overall even worse. But right, Buffalo screwed up Edmonton, Casey Middlestad. They didn't screw up Darlene by any means, but obviously Sveshnikov's been better to this point. They screwed up Nylander. They screwed up all these different high first, uh, not first overall, first round picks. Right. So why do they deserve a higher chance at? But it's a crapshoot, really. <laughs> that's exactly what we're saying is that the two percent is a crapshoot but uh, no after first it's a crapshoot pretty much year after year yes. first is pretty Generally much speaking, true, yes. the most after the first like find pick in the draft it's normally this guy's going to make the nhl and be a difference maker yes. um so you haven't answered you haven't fi- answered the question of okay so minnesota screwed up all their first rounders or at least some of them they haven't made the best out of it and, Buffalo still, still sucks, so they're getting punished. They still suck. They're losing fans. They're not getting Buffalo, as much revenue. They had to fire like 30 people in the office Buffalo this year. suck because they didn't win first overall. They suck because their entire organization is a shit show. Whereas Minnesota just sucks because they haven't been able to get the star power that's needed in the NHL, in today's NHL, in order to succeed, right? Like, you look at all the teams that make the cup finals. You've got all, but that's they have all the doing sport. things poorly. They don't make moves is, to do it. That's, but that's exactly Martin, that is every team that comes in last. They all made bad moves to come in last. Right? Yeah, but Minnesota could decide to bomb out at some point. But they're, but they're trying to also be said, We're good enough to do that's, this. We think we're good enough, and we're going to not bomb out. They could so bomb you think there should all you think there should only be two states in the NHL? You should just think you either should just tank and go for last, or you have to be Tampa Bay because that's the only options you can. That's have, right? that's the uh, that's uh, the NBA for you. Yeah, literally. Martin, I, because, no offense, I think your logic is uh, doesn't make sense. It, because Minnesota, Minnesota is still trying to be like you need okay. teams like Minnesota. Either, either LA, the the first year they won the cup. They LA, were the okay. last team into the playoffs. Yes. They were a but they point, made a franchise altering move. They were a point ahead of the team behind them. Mm-hmm. The team behind them then goes into the draft lottery and could could have won first overall. Yes. They, they could have, but did they? But, and how no, many times no, does the could have? How many teams does a how many times has a team that's just barely snuck into the playoffs win the cup, right? You're talking about such a yeah. rare occurrence, just like how Martin, rare of a occurrence yeah. it is that the 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 team that misses the playoffs by one point would win the lottery. One percent chance. Yeah, there's probably this around. a percentage chance that LA was going to win that cup, and the reason they did win it was because they made that huge Jeff Carter trade, right? Yeah. Like they wouldn't. I think we can and all Jonathan agree they Quick was trade. insane. Yeah, and Jonathan Quick went off and had a career playoffs and like, everything like that, right? But, but the odds of that yeah. happening aren't very high, just like the odds of Columbus winning the draft lottery aren't, or the whatever team finished below them winning the draft lottery wasn't really high, right? Yeah. And Min- So going back to the Minnesota example, Minnesota is at least doing enough right in order to stay competitive, provide a competitive team in the NHL, a team that can beat you on any, on any given night, 
they're keeping their fans in the seats. They're not, you know, so they're getting any, they're bringing in revenue into the NHL. Whereas the bottom teams, you know, take Ottawa, for example, they're bottoming out. They're not bringing in fans. Why shouldn't Minnesota have any chance at moving out of that tier of being a middling team into being a good team? Why? Whereas a team that bottoms out completely decides to suck, decides to not bring any, bring in any revenue, decides to not provide any competitive, competition to any other NHL teams why do they deserve the only chances at getting that first overall pick and but again I'm not saying the only chances the bottom I know I know but the bottom yes include all the bottom 10 teams whatever whatever random um, amount year over year the bottom 10 teams changes quite a bit like but year over year, all the teams in the NHL change quite a bit, yes. right? I just hey, I just want to say something. I want to flip this around. Equivalent, like an equivalent thought is saying that teams, uh, four or five, six, seven, eight that barely got into the playoffs should have no chance of winning the cup because, well, they just barely made the playoffs. So, well, sorry, you can't win it because you're just mediocre. That's basically you're just flipping that same argument on its head because it's like, oh, the teams that barely miss the playoffs should be able to win the lottery well in that case the teams that barely made the playoffs shouldn't be able to win the cup because they didn't do enough to be the best team in the league that's the same argument just flipped on its head and that would be a ridiculous thought because then la wouldn't have won that cup so long ago like the 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 odds of that team winning are so small that it's more amazing i mean yes they have more control over that in like final output of course but it's the same kind of idea that just because you got in, but you, oh, sorry, you, you didn't actually get in. You only didn't get in under these certain weird parameters that we've set this year. And therefore, you can't actually win the cup. So sorry, but Tampa or Boston has to win. This is true, Luke. But, and also, how many times has there been a surprise team winning the cup other than in, in recent history, other than LA in 2012? St. Louis last year. St. Uh, Louis. Well, Louis okay, no. Surprise. St. Louis wasn't so like they like I'm I'm talking about like a bottom place team in the oh, in the yeah. playoff bracket I guess a bottom place team beating the top seeds it rarely happens right and then when it winning does happen, it all they end up losing the second round anyways or some yeah, shit right? exactly like Columbus <laughs> yeah yeah exactly no no I, I'm Columbus, sorry I, I don't mean I don't mean upsets in the playoffs I mean literally yeah. winning the cup. Yeah. Right. Other than LA, I can't think of one. It's always a top team, basically. Philadelphia made the finals one year it's, after like a shock. It's but... always a top five-ish team in the league wins the cup. Much like every time there's a draft lottery, it's a bottom five team winning it. Right? Or bottom eight winning the first I'm overall. I'm just saying the chance to win is. But why? But you still haven't. You still haven't put a good basis point on like why. They, why they don't deserve a chance to win it when they're putting their best foot forward to be a competitive team, as I said, bring in revenue, all that good stuff that I mentioned earlier. Like, why? Right? Because you, as we've gone over, you don't just need the first overall pick to transform your team. You need to do everything right, and then maybe you get lucky and win a couple draft lotteries or something like that. Like, Detroit's going to be in the draft lottery for another year or two minimum. But Detroit... Detroit- Okay. So Detroit would have been very hard not to end up in this position that they're in, right? Like 
being at the bottom is kind of an inevitable thing if you've been good to no i disagree i absolutely disagree there they made the playoffs for 20 years straight dude yeah and on top and on top of that they could have avoided this very easily by having just not like signed all those atrocious contracts and just drafted better the last couple of years. Like you look at all the first round picks and second round picks, they haven't drafted well over the last six or seven years, basically. And that's why they're in their posi- the position that they are now. They're not in this the tra- position because they were good and now they're not. Like that's part of it for sure, because you don't get all those first round picks and all that stuff. But Pittsburgh's done a great job at staying competitive now, despite despite having aging star players and everything like that. Like, yes, Detroit lost their star players, but they're not awful now because of that. They're awful because they didn't round out their organization. They had, they got lucky. They got Larkin, who turned out into a star player. They got lucky on Mantha, who turned out to be a star player. But other than that, they don't have any depth in their organization. And that's not from not from being good. That's from not drafting well. And not and holding the on, team well. Hold, yeah, holding on to old exactly. aging players for too long exactly like most of the players on their team are just complete net negatives and they have just big an applicator big... danny de kaiser exactly. <laughs> exactly. they're all just like net negatives or large net negative players and on top of that and they have these huge contracts right so detroit did this to themselves so what and and obviously the nhl is feeling okay you're so bad we're still going to give you the highest odds at um, what is it? Twenty percent, twenty percent chance at first overall, something like that. Eighteen percent at first overall. We're going to give you the highest odds at it, and you can't fall further than fourth. But we're also going to give these other teams that try to stay competitive, that are mediocre, Minnesota, Columbus, Florida Rangers, Winnipeg, whoever else that are mediocre. We're going to give them a chance to jump up as well. But we're only going to give them a one, two, three, four, five percent chance of winning it because they're still decent teams, right? Does that not make sense? It's fine. <laughs> I, think I don't know how you can. I don't know. I don't get how you can be mad at. at I, I don't like lotteries. But if you don't like lotteries, then why do you? Uh, then how would you do it? A tournament, he said. I'm. I'm a fan yeah, of the tournament. tournament idea. The tournament just doesn't make any sense. That's stupid. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't like Martin, Martin, you got you got owned this episode. I think I think this is enough. I think this is enough. This is enough. Yeah. I, I think the tournament idea would work. Martin, you can't take any more. Just shut your mouth, right? Provides more hockey. <laughs> I think Martin lost the debate. We'll see what our let's see what we'll leave it up to the audience. So audience. Message us on Instagram who you think is right and wrong. It's it's Martin for wrong or right, and then literally anyone else. Just name anyone else. You don't even have to name anyone. <laughs> Just say Martin if you think he's right, and Martin's wrong if he's wrong. <laughs> I, I, no, one, no one's on Martin's side. So this tournament's going to be after the 82 games, right? Mm-hmm. So you're going to have a you're going to put all the bottom teams, and you're like, not only can you guys not go home, you're going to play to win the draft lottery. That's what you're going to tell all it, the players. It, it, it sounds like a participation playoffs, yeah. you know, like a participation <laughs> yeah. medal playoffs. I think they should. I think it should be chosen in a shootout. <laughs> with their age the, the ah goalie of every, the ahl goalie of every team and the star player of every team and we'll make it really fair yeah how does everyone think about that there what, go. what if you're the ottawa senators and you don't have a star player um well i guess you won't be getting one then <laughs> i would i would like to clarify that i'm not mad just because i'm a sense fan this is not okay you know, 
I'm okay. sure you are. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it just so I'm happened actually... that you that you yelled after the Suns lost. Hey, we did a good pause for ad reads this this episode, didn't we? <laughs> did we? No. <laughs> Good luck, okay. good luck finding anyway. a break in this one, uh, producer. I accidentally paused Eric and muted him for a bit. And I oh, think no. that like instead of muting myself, I muted Eric. So that might be a good gap to throw it in. <laughs> it was only it was only for like like one second. And I but I think since I run I like run the audio, I think I have control over if it recorded it or not. So Yeah, Eric that, did just good disappear for a bit. All right. Well that's good. Less yeah. less listening to Eric is less Eric better. is always better. There we go. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed, and we'll talk to you later. Next and what Friday. are your thoughts on the lottery? Yes. Thanks. Bye. Peace out. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Talking Hockey. We appreciate all you listeners so much, and we would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes, subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or Apple, leave a review, DM us on Instagram at Talking Hockey, what your thoughts on this week's episode were, what questions you would like asked in the future. We're really trying to increase uh, our fan and audience participation, so please let us know what you thought. You can listen to this podcast on all streaming services uh, and anywhere that it's available for you to listen to podcasts. We want to make it as easy as possible for you. Um, yeah, that's really it. Thank you, everyone, so much for your dedicated listenership. Um, we're getting a lot of traction now, and we really appreciate the support of each and every one of you. Next week, we have a really cool episode, so you'll want to stick around for it. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and get notified because it's a really awesome guest. And now we have an outro from Blue Wire itself, the Golden Goal podcast. Thanks, everyone. This is Brandon Kelly, the host of Blue Wire's new podcast, Golden Goal. Messi takes everybody on. Messi has got it! From Lionel Messi to Marta to Pele. Our show takes a deep dive into soccer superstars. What a World Cup for Megan Rapinoe. From Zlatan Ibrahimovic's brash confidence with the play to back it up, to Megan Rapinoe's heroic outspokenness and World Cup flair. Each episode examines a personality of the world's game. We'll dig into Maradona's Hand of God performance and subsequent downfall. The teenage trio at Dortmund that signaled the next generation of superstars. And that infamous headbutt that slung Zinedine Zidane from glory. Golden Goal. Soccer stars and the moments that made them. Premiering this summer on Blue Wire.